in the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry? Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome back to the Sunday special episode of the UAP podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. We love a Sunday special and we love a special guest, right? We have a very special (laughs) guest. She's been on our show before. Fan favorite, Violet Benson. Welcome. We're so excited to have you. I am so excited to be here. And we just recorded an amazing episode for Violet's podcast, Almost Adulting, that will be out um, in a few weeks because I know this one comes out on March 11th. And our ours will come out either the end of March or the, the first week of April. Yes. So check out her podcast. You can listen to our episode. You can listen to all of her episodes. I love like the whole vibe that you have is just like so fun and so like on it that I know our audience is going to really love your show if they're not already listeners, which they might be already. Almost adulting. Absolutely. Go listen to Almost Adulting. Also go follow Daddy Issues if you don't already. Violet, what brings you to New York? What's the, uh, what's the occasion? Well, you guys. <laughs> of course. Other than us. Other than, uh, than how wonderful we are. Another podcast. I, I, I'm more, I guess I'm just always, first of all, here's my thing. I never leave my house. I think the pandemic made it worse for me to just never leave my house because I also live so deep in the hills. So I've gotten so used to being at home. I happen to not be having sex. So I have a different addiction right now, which is shopping. I buy so many clothes, yet I have nowhere to wear it. So the minute I find something to do, I'm like, because we could have, you guys wanted to just record the podcast remotely. And I said, no, let me fly to you. Because I was like, perfect. I'm going to get some outfits together. Okay. And then I, and then yesterday for like five hours, I was like, okay, this outfit. No, no, no. Wait, what's my vibe? And I, and I figured out four different outfits for four different podcast recordings and an extra one just in case, obviously for my flight. Um, the thing is, no matter how much effort I put into all my outfits, trying to look cute, you know, trying to find some worth in my life, you know, some purpose. (laughs) This is my purpose. I always look terrible in all my outfits because I slouch, my stomach hangs out, I look ugly, and I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not asking for you telling me that I don't. I know I do, and it's just, and at this point, we had this conversation, it's not the lights in my house, it's not the cameras, it's me. Well, I'm the problem. Violet, we actually, this was, that's the reason we invited you on to talk about your slouching. <laughs> Dude, uh, as I'm talking about it, I'm right now. This is an intervention. We've been talking yeah. about no, it. We were here Jordana to say that we I... agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> We've been watching for a while now, yeah. and something had to be done. And you know what? One time someone recently told me, and I love feedback, even if it's uh, criticism or whatever, I don't consider that criticism. I love feedback, especially, you can tell when someone, even if they're angry or saying in a mean way, so right. you can still take it with a grain of salt. And some girl made a good point. She said, you recently, I saw that you guys posted to your YouTube channel this video, and it was so hard to watch you because you won't stop moving, and it just feels like you're so uncomfortable in your own body. And I said, you know what? 
I know you're trying to be mean, but I love that because you're so right. But that's just one person's opinion. That's the right. thing no, about but the she internet, was correct. Though, right? She noticed something. Don't you think it's not her place? Like, like if someone said, Jared, you look uncomfortable in your body, I'd be like, yeah, welcome to the fucking show. It's been my whole life. I don't need you to tell me that. I know that. Like, I don't need yeah. you to like. Look, things only upset us if there's some parts of it yeah. that are true. So things don't hurt me if I don't believe it to be well, true. But if she she got to me a little in my brain because I said, oh, yeah, shit, she's correct. It kind of got me. She's right. I am moving around my outfit. Look, look, right now I'm wearing sweats. So comfy. I can chill. I can relax. So in conclusion, wear sweats. Wear sweats. <laughs> be yourself. I mean, I get right. that a lot. I get people who write reviews or DM me that I say like a lot, which I do. So I feel bad about it when I see it because I know it's true, like you said. Um but I can't help it. And I well, am who I am. You right. Could, you could fix it. I you really you can't can work on I it. I really can't. Okay. I've tried. It doesn't work. Here's the other thing. If you know it's an issue and you get offended by it, you are working on it. You don't no one I don't think a lot of people are just Not like doing it consciously. Yeah. Right. Like you don't want to do this thing. Like this is just and then also it's like if you have a problem with my slouching, get the fuck out of here. You know, I, I'd be like, see the, the door's over there. This is a slouching podcast. I think it's the same with dating. Okay. If the partner you're dating wants you to change, you're not going to change. You have to want to change for yourself. So right now, right. saying like a lot is not bothering you. So you mm -hmm. don't care what that person is saying. Eventually, if you start to notice it and you want to change it, then you'll change it. Yeah. yeah. But that's why the person doesn't need to comment that. Like, I think it's more annoying that someone thinks they have the right to like make the comment. Like whether they're right or wrong, it doesn't matter. Maybe that it, it, it's classless. Right. People get upset if I dye my hair or if I get a haircut. Well, you're never going to have the, the hair color that everyone approves of. So just right. do, do you. But I want to talk about you said you're not sleeping with anyone. Um, mm -hmm. And you would mention when we went on your show that you are not that you, you don't want to sleep with anyone unless you're in a committed relationship with them. Unless I choose. I think it's very important to make that clear, including when you're dating. If you decide to do what I'm doing. I think it's important to let the person know, especially as a woman, okay. that it's your choosing. Because a lot of times men think that you're trying to trick them. Oh, only if I decide to commit to her, then she'll sleep with me. I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't give a shit if you want to commit to me or not. It's my choosing. I'm, about you? I'm right now deciding if we're good for each other. And the reason I explain it, it's not because I'm waiting for you to fall in love with me. And by the way, these guys get so romantic, do everything for me. That's not cool. They think they're tricking me. They're not. For me, I get emotionally attached once a penis goes in my mouth or my vagina. Mm. Knowing that, mostly in my vagina, knowing that I'm going to avoid wasting, not wasting my time, but I'm going to avoid getting attached and creating a whole fairy tale about this. One time I was dating a guy and he, stopped, he, got, he was mad at me and he stopped responding to my text for almost a week and I didn't even notice. Because I was just so busy in our fairy tale. I literally was like, can't wait to see you. And then I get back to work. Didn't even notice he wasn't even responding back to me. Because I was so busy in our fairy tale. Mm. That's very funny. So I after was a week, you were just like looking through all the messages. You're like, oh, it's all I and then I, on color. Then I texted it's a lot of saying, blue here. I'm swimming in the Atlantic. <laughs> What's going on? I, I literally had to text him and be like, wait, are you ghosting me, LOL? Because I didn't even realize. Imagine trying to ghost someone and they don't even notice that you're ghosting them. Right. I, I get the same whimsical fairy tale feeling when I put a pastrami sandwich in my mouth. 
Right. I get attached to them. The I have the way. same interaction when I'm harassing like customer service people and I just right. keep messaging them over and over and they haven't said anything back and I just keep and like and then I'm like and I figure out something else that made me angry and then I just keep saying that and they never answer. Right. Um, so I I've gotten that from a customer service rep. So what do you are you going on dates though? So no. Okay. Why not? But okay, last year I was dating. Okay. Last year I was dating. But I think we talked on my show something that was really important. You guys have talked about this on your show as well about a list, making mm-hmm. a list. Jared recently did that. We found out he has a thing for teachers against them. Against, against them. them. Yes. A vendetta against them. Do not be a podcast. teacher. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Restraining order against all teachers. That's his thing. I get it. So for me, not having a list is what made me realize towards the end of last year that I was dating all not all of the wrong guys, not my matches. It's mm-hmm. kind of, I was just dating to date. And I, it was just, even though I wasn't sleeping with these men, they were all going down on me, obviously. And <laughs> obviously. <laughs> obviously. Okay. So right, obviously. thankful. Yeah. And again, it was, it was the same thing. Oh, this could work. Mm-hmm. So I think the list is important. The last guy I dated, and after him, I just stopped dating. The last guy I dated, uh, he felt like we were rushing into things too fast and he decided to break up with me and when he was breaking up with me i kid you not i said wait what we're exclusive and he said what are we not and i said what (laughs) so that was already a i had no idea this always happens to me where i get people are exclusive not that i was hooking up with anyone else but i was texting other guys i didn't know we're exclusive Mm. we're not sleeping together either and then he broke up with me and then for two three days I had to comfort him while he was crying his eyes out for two, three days when I was holding him, making him feel better for dumping me. Well, this happens a lot where I think a lot of guys, <laughs> when if you end it and then someone's like, oh, cool, you're like, well, wait a minute. You don't, you're not in love with me? You know, like I could have, you know, like it, it does somehow you're like, oh, may, maybe you were the one I should have been with the whole time that you don't care that much. Well, it's all about the ego, right? Right. In that scenario, but I'm interested in this, this in in this because I think it's a smart idea. No, but We're this here. is how I knew I wasn't ready to date. Okay, when I watched him for the third day in a row, crying his eyes out in my arms, which really mentally fucked with my brain. To be honest, it was like really interrupting from all the meetings I had. Like literally, I had to be like, okay, we have to wrap this up. I'm meeting, I have a meeting with Chelsea Handler's people, and I'm just like trying to process the fact that this man, grown up, was crying in my arms. We dated for a month. But then I sat there and I, and I thought, wow, if this guy could cry like this after being with me for only a month, if he can cry like this after breaking up with me after a month, imagine how passionate he would be if he loved me. Well, when he was crying, what was he, say- what was he saying when he was crying to you? That it was hard to... Actually, I don't remember. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> like, was he? Well, I'm saying, like, Real was he caring crying shoulder because, you gave him. Was it? Was he crying because he was upset that he wasn't going to be with you anymore, or was he crying because he like is going through some? I think some I shit. think he was going through his own shit. But I, instead, I was looking and I was thinking, wow, he must like me so much. Imagine if he loved me, 
And that suddenly became my my little thought. Just like the thought that he was able to express so many emotions, I was just like, wow, I want to drown in those emotions. Imagine if he if he loved me, how much more emotions he would have. And that told me in that moment, Ov, you're not ready to date. That's not that's that's like that's part of your daddy issues. That's part of your abandonment issues. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, I need to take a step back. Well, okay, I mean, so. I, I guess my question to that is like, if he loved you, are you saying if he was staying with you, how much more of him you would get? I, I don't really cried, understand. If he cried this much after being with me for a month, like that means he felt so much for me that mm. he could be this passionate to cry over me. Even though the honest truth is I wasn't paying attention. He wasn't crying over me. He was crying because he had to let these tits go. You know, he was crying. Be- no, I'm kidding. But he was crying because he just got a long relationship a, a while back and he re- realized he still wasn't ready to put himself through that again. And I think he was crying to, about hurting my feeling, I don't know. To be honest, I don't know the fuck. He's, he's probably, going through something. I yeah. think he's but confused. It had to I mean, do like with me. Well, it has nothing to do with you. I think, like, I, I and I'll speak for a lot of guys out there that don't kind of get the benefit of the doubt when it comes to like having emotional, you know, intelligence and having kind of like you know these uh, having emotional swings, so to speak. Like you're speaking of now, and it's like it can happen that you're ending something with someone, and like you said, it's about the guy going. What the fuck am I doing here? How did I not, yeah. you know, if this person isn't right, then who is going to be right? Like, you you know, this is a, you know, talk, uh, he's probably looking at you going, successful, beautiful woman. How am I not in after a month? What is making me end this with someone that checks a lot of boxes? Why can't I get there? So I'm, yeah. I'm sure it has to do with that. No, I know. But the thing is, I wasn't paying attention to that. For me, yeah. I didn't realize that I was, I was deep inside kind of enjoying the moment where into it. I just the emotions that I was like, wow, this person has so many feelings. I want to drown in those feelings. I love this vulnerability and I love how vulnerable this person is with me. And I thought it had to do, those emotions had to do with me it had nothing to do with me. But in that moment I thought, wow, if he's this upset over not being with me after a month, imagine how much love he could give me if he loves me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I think there's and something to that. That's where it made me realize, okay, I'm not ready for it. Because, by the way, after that, those three days, then he was like, I don't hear from him. He was doing well. And that obviously messed with my head two weeks later. I was just like, are you joking? Mm. How did you, like, make me? Because I take other people's emotions. Mm. So I was very low and sad for almost a week. It took me a while to kind of get through all his crying. So then I'm like, where did that happen? But then, I mean, to bring it back to the list, it kind of, like, brings you back to, to what you can take from every dating experience, which is like more taste. So you come out of that and you're like, okay, I know I really prioritize a guy who's like in touch with his emotions that can communicate how he feels that like feels deeply. And that's something that you like learn from that experience that maybe you didn't have before. That's on your list. Let's yeah. Say. I, I do like, I, I, I like a man that's in touch with his feelings, but this man wasn't in touch with his feelings. The red flags were there. I wasn't paying attention. And his crying had nothing to do with me. His crying literally made no sense, by the way. And it was just emotional damage to me afterwards mm-hmm. because I, I then I thought he must have really liked me, but he didn't because then he forgot about me. He just needed to dump his emotions on me. I don't need that. What made me realize is that just like when I watch movies, I fast forward through the beginning because I'm so bored and I like to get through the first 20 minutes of any show and movie just to get to it already. Okay. And I realized that's what was happening with him. He got so emotional so fast and I said, ah, finally, emotions. I get to feel them, but they're not real. Right. We didn't get through growing together. They weren't real for you. 
towards me. Yeah. We 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 weren't there yet with the intimacy. Mm. It wasn't real. I just wanted to speed up, and that's why I enjoyed the emotion so much. Because I was like, great, I have to. I can get. I can fast forward and get to feel all this man's emotions without actually getting to know him. So you can work with. So it, now, right? because of that, you're not looking for a relationship. You're not dating. You're not leaving the house. You say you don't leave the hills. You don't. You don't go I out. I just kind of after that, I was just over it, and then I think I somehow started focusing on work and. Dating became in the back end of my brain, but then I would still say things like to people that I thought they wanted to hear, which would be, yeah, I, of course I want to get married. Yeah, I, I want to, I definitely want to partner, but I didn't believe what I was saying. So I recently I had to finally sit down with myself and I was like, V, your words and your actions are not matching. I always have to say that to myself when they're not matching. And it's kind of like, if you're saying you want to date someone, you're looking for a partner, you have to take action. You can't just wait in your house. So I did get back on dating apps. I'm slowly getting into it. Okay. And then can I ask just for the for advice for the listeners at home um, who also maybe like say, okay, I when I have sex with someone, I get very attached to them and I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to be sleeping with someone who um, I'm not in a committed relationship with. Like w- at what point when you're seeing someone or how when you've done it in the past, when have you brought it up? How has the reaction been like? Do you have any advice for the listeners at home about maybe setting that boundary? I think setting that boundary is really important based on how things make you feel. You know, it's not, I think people think it's some rule or something like that. It's, I don't care. It's not about the person you're dating. It's about how it makes you feel. If it doesn't mean, you have to ask yourself, did this make me feel good? Am I going to be okay if this guy adds a bunch of girls tomorrow? Am I suddenly going to become more insecure? Because a lot of times we think after we, uh, as a woman, if I sleep with a man, then he's changed. A lot of times he hasn't changed. He's remained the same. I've changed. I've become more insecure. I'm suddenly confused why he's not calling me more. Like the guy has not changed at all. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we don't realize that. So you just have to be honest with yourself. What am I looking for? Am I looking for sex or am I looking for a relationship? If I'm looking for a relationship, then I need to be honest with myself. Should I then sleep with this guy? Is it going to make me more insecure? Is it going to ruin things between us? Because we don't realize this, but when we fast forward with the physical, we're still in the beginning with the emotional. We have to catch up. And that's why a lot of times if you sleep with someone, you're not exclusive yet because you actually don't know each other just because the, the P was in the V. Right. You don't know anything about the other person. You still need to get to know each other. And sometimes it can be confusing for someone who's already gotten attached. So for me in the past, one time I tried to have a one night stand and then I ended up dating the guy. But I was so flip floppy. And then he ghosted me. I mean, from the, o- of that. from the other side of things, it's funny to hear someone say like I was, you know, you hear this a lot from the women that, you know, right into this show from and I'm hearing it from you now where you go I'm trying to have a one night stand like there is no guy you know every guy is trying to have one night stands all the time and also let's see what happens like there's no categorizing like we get asked a lot like you know what what dating app is the best for relationships if you're doing no guy is going well I better stay away from hinge too many relationships like they're just on it everything is the same from the other end so if you're you know, when you say like, I'm out there looking for a one night stand. Yeah, that guy might go and then it, then it turned into dating. Of course it did for him. He didn't think twice. He didn't even have a categorization of what that was going to be. I think I think a lot of times guys are down for one night stand. But the minute you tell them I want to have a one night stand with you, like, no, now we're dating. <laughs> they do the opposite. <laughs> well, they want a little bit of the chase. But here's yeah. what I would say. A, masturbate before a date. You'll be less horny. I always masturbate before a date. That's A. B. <laughs> Hope you wash your hands. <laughs> I use a vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> Grow up. All right. B, 
I don't have time for that shit. I'm busy working. I'm a business. I'm kidding. But I just don't know how to do that. It just seems boring. Just my finger. Anyway, <laughs> B, if you are sexually active, which is nothing wrong with that, you can still be sleeping with someone. If you want to still continue having sex, find someone that you know you won't want to date, mm-hmm. whether it's an ex or whatever. Well, then you go out there and you do date the guys you potentially want to have a relationship with that way you are not clouded by judgment you won't rush into sleeping with this guy while you're getting to know him because you're already fucking this guy in my opinion then it's important to have like the little roster two to three guys for me it's hard because human vibrators seemed, i can't i can't remember so i have the things people tell me so it's right. really i'm like wait did we talk about something it's happened to me in the past when i did a few guys i'll be like wait are you are you the one with the two brothers no okay my bad <laughs> so the key is to find a teacher that you like sleeping with right so you can find your real boyfriend yeah or girlfriend on the side right that's my the way issue to go. is i will end up falling in love with the person i'm sleeping with right well that's my that was my issue too is like i would always become more deeply into more like artificially interested in someone after i've slept with them like it's a chemical yeah. thing i yeah. totally yeah. agree with you but i would always I, for me i would always it would be like hard for me to communicate that before because you don't want to seem like you don't want to like scare someone off by being like i'm not going to sleep with you unless you're my boyfriend but i think if you say i'm not gonna i feel like because i changed the wording Mm -hmm. it's helped me because it wasn't saying yeah i'm not gonna we're i don't have sex with a man unless we're exclusive no no no. it's not your choice i don't have sex with a man unless i decide that we should be exclusive unless i decide that we're a good fit to date so that's the ball is in my court so you're now going back to trying to impress me because because a lot of times we like a guy and we sleep with them or whatever we just we're bored so he's the only thing we're focusing on and suddenly it goes from Oh, I really enjoyed going out with him those two times. So, oh, okay. How do I get this guy to like me? And I do that too. Literally, after two dates, suddenly I'm like, five. Uh, what are some signs that an Aries guy likes you? Or like, <laughs> let me read his horoscope sign. Okay, Virgo. Okay, today he's meeting a new girl. Who the fuck is this girl? And like, now I'm trying to figure out how to be that girl. And then suddenly your whole personality is to get loved by this guy who you didn't even like last week. Right. right. The moment- well, I think the way you phrase it, Go right? ahead. Like, yeah. I think that's great. The way she's phrasing it was really like kind of aligns with everything we say on the show. Absolutely. M- much more powerful. The idea. And, and uh, you know, the minute you look to the stars to tell you why, whether the guy's going to like you is the minute it's gotten a little ridiculous. You know, like you, it's out of your yeah. hands. Like what you're saying is like, it's in my hands. I, I make the decision. And also, here's the other thing. Like if you said, I am going to sleep with you once I'm ready to be exclusive. That guy can say, no, I'm not ready. And now you're having a talk that you wouldn't have had. You know, now it's not like under wraps. There's actual communication happening because you're saying, I am going to sleep with you because I am ready to be exclusive. Then the guy can go, well, I am not where you are, so I am going to have to bail. Or you're going to have to know that you're sleeping with someone who's not exclusive with you. Yeah. Uh, I, I used to have this thing that if I slept with someone, I was assuming we're exclusive. That and I found right. out. Yeah, that, that's right. That <laughs> was guys don't aren't on board board with that. Yeah, um. I because I I'm I don't really have the time sometimes to check up on what guys are up to. So I would just assume I'm. The, I always assume that's my problem. Is I assume that I am the only girl every guy talks to. I'm overly confident in what I have with every person I date that I just give them the benefit of the doubt. Even though I've been cheated on with all three of my exes, I still continue to give everyone the benefit of the doubt. Those exes, did they know you were exclusive? 
Oh yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> no, but it's because a long time ago, my mom taught me this. When my ex boyfriend, I was always nervous and scared that he's cheating on me, and uh, yeah, he was. But I didn't know that yet. We were on and off for eight years. But I remember at one point, my mom told me. She said, "V, you're." You're literally ruining your mental health over this. You're, you're, you get so worked up. You, you stalk him on the internet. You do all these things. And for what? This, people are going to do what they want to do. You right. can't stop people from doing what they want to do. Right. So if he's going to cheat on you, he will then cheat on you. And then <coughs> eventually you'll find out. And then when you find out, then you can do something about it. But why put yourself through all these obstacles and all this heartache just to figure out what's happening? And it's like you're just giving yourself a headache. If he's going to want to cheat on he's, if he's going to cheat on you, he's going to fucking cheat on you. And I was like, you're right. This is a good intro to our email today. We should, we should get into it because yeah. this is Yay. actually on the subject of what we're talking about. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oleayi was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier-looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair serum and I can already tell that it's working. Like my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing and I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus, I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh, out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. They even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit. It's time to get your problems solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your order with code podcast15. 
Now, everyone should go follow. Uh, go follow Violet Benson at Daddy Issues underscore. Also, the podcast is called Almost Adulting. We're going to be on it next month. It's coming up, so go get subscribed to Almost Adulting. Great podcast. You're going to love it if you don't already listen. Daddy Issues is the Instagram account. Uh, Jordana, do you want to read it? Do you want me to? What do you want to do? I can read it. I'll read All it. Right. Okay. Hi, J&J. Been a loyal listener since you guys started the podcast, and now you guys have me hooked on oversharing in the J Train podcast. I looked at my sent emails, searching for your email address, knowing I've sent several, and it's funny to see how long I've come since... I guess since we haven't answered any of her emails. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So funny to see how far I've come since the last time I desperately emailed you and you ignored me. LOL. From hooking up with married men, which I found out later, to asking for Bumble dating advice, I'm now writing in about my almost two-year relationship. I, 25, met my boyfriend, 27, fresh out of a long-term relationship. He dated someone for th- three years. Later, I learned he had been in relationships since he was in his senior year of high school. I, on the other hand, have had two relationships and enjoyed my single life by going on dates, having one night stands and simply getting to know what I want in a guy throughout these events. I've always been a believer that everyone should have a single phase to enjoy themselves, especially people that are always in relationships, not necessarily to fuck around, but to learn and enjoy yourself. Okay. She's got a, she's got a belief system. Right. My boyfriend's last relationship was very toxic. His girlfriend struggled with self-esteem issues, battled with depression. She cheated on him multiple times and would always blame it on other problems. All of this made him develop trust issues. I've always been very supportive and sympathetic about it. I asked him what would make me feel more trust what would make him feel more trusting towards me and cheered him on when he started therapy. I thought that all of those things would help him gain more trust and gain the confidence he lost. Plot twist. I have now noticed he tends to tilt his phone a little when I am close. He will show me his phone and as I hold it he seems to be in a rush to get it back. I started to get suspicious because he was going to therapy, but now but now there was this change in attitude with his phone and continuous doubts in me. I have always been very respectful of him in our relationship and don't do anything to try to make him feel uncomfortable. So that's when my thoughts shifted. I don't doubt anything that he has told me about his past, but I have always felt that he should have had a single phase in his life. I wanted to prove myself wrong, and while he was showering, went into his phone and started looking through his DMs. I saw several convos with women and and they were all pretty normal, nothing that I wouldn't do. I started feeling guilty and then I noticed this conversation he had with a girl. The convo was him saying she seems cool and that he was interested in getting to know her. She asked if romantically or as friends and he said as friends. I unfollowed her from his account <laughs> to find out that he followed her back again. Weeks later, I went into their convo again and he had deleted it. I was only able to see four last messages from a recent convo about an artist. It didn't make sense, so it means he deletes the convo as they talk. I try to be realistic and know I'm not the only woman he is going to consider attractive, etc., but that made me feel very uneasy. I felt so humiliated and disappointed because he doesn't hide me on social media. My boyfriend is all about open communication, but he failed to tell me about this one. This would be an interesting one to tell someone about. I don't know how to bring this up without feeling weird by telling him I went through his phone. I hate admitting it, and now I feel like he's hiding something from me, which makes me feel uneasy and has me with this bad feeling in my stomach. I don't want to tell my friends because they think because they will say something like, dump him. I feel other women can relate to this topic. J&J, what do you guys think? Thank you for all the advice. Good laughs and awesome podcast. Snoopy Batch, what do you think? The best advice someone once told me is if you want to figure out someone's future actions – Take a look at their past actions. 
That's a great advice. Yeah. So that means if he jumps from relationship to relationship, what do you think is happening right now? Right. He's he's look. That's a he's great. That's a, next that's a very astute point. Yeah, yeah. and it's like he's ob- He's not going to like. I mean, this will be the person he ends up with next if they break up. But he also is living in the land of like I've done nothing wrong. Like she she went ahead and hurt her own feelings. Like I I agree with what you're saying as far as like. The guy, I, I can only speak to the emailer. To me, there's a very big theme in the whole email. And I don't know if you guys caught it as far as she needs evidence to have her own feelings. She can't, she can't just have feelings for no reason without like all these things. She said everyone should have a single phase so that makes it so that they're okay being in a relationship. She has all these theories. She says that the, all the trust issues are because of this old girlfriend. It's all very convenient that she's put together all of this evidence to create why she is where she is today, where she could have, this, is, this had a simple solution. She could have just said, hey, it makes me feel bad when you get weird around your phone. Um, but you're missing the part where he's actually doing something wrong. He's literally, mean. look, what's happening is she's looking for theories because it's harder to admit, hey, this person doesn't love me like they used to. I can feel it, I can tell it. Is something wrong with me? No, never mind. I rather than find excuses. Oh, it must be because he has trust issues. Oh, it must be right. because cause this happened. Instead of just, because it's, it's no human being wants to sit there and be like, oh, at what point did this person stop loving me? Well, no, but but that again, you're now. That's what's but, happening. But I, 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 that's what. But that's what I'm saying. Like that is what's happening. But she's the the. the she's not. But di- you're making him sound like he's innocent. He's not. I'm not making him sound innocent. His whole thing is whatever. Like it doesn't matter. He's not writing into the podcast. The person writing in is doing everything you don't do. You just said about how I have sex with someone because I want it. I want this to be exclusive. She doesn't take any ownership of her own feelings. She sits here and she says, I don't like it that he gets weird around his phone. And then instead of saying, hey, you get weird around your phone, which would result in either him stop being weird around his phone or him dumping her because he realizes this is over and she's kind of the cat's out of the bag. Then she could go, be, and, and instead she went on this detective mission and she found half-truths that she doesn't even feel confident in bringing to him. And now she's writing to us going, well, I don't want to say that I looked through his phone. Well, you did because you felt weird. If, you had just, if she had just owned her feelings and was like, I, I'm, I'm yeah. pissed off that you get weird on your phone, she would have found out. But just she wrote to you guys because she was hoping you would tell her that it's on her head. She doesn't actually want this to end. She's looking. That's why she said, I can't tell my friends because they would just say dump him. That means she wrote to you guys for seems like this point, 17 years straight, right. hoping eventually you listen <laughs> and hoping that you will tell her that everything is fine. That's why she finally reached out to you guys as her last right. resort. Right. No, it's definitely not fine. She doesn't want to, <laughs> she doesn't want to ask him because then he would tell her what she doesn't want to hear. Yeah. And I mean, I think you're both right. Like, like she's definitely making excuses for this guy. Also, even like she's trying to justify it so she could say whatever she can so she can stay in the relationship. I saw him messaging a few people. You know, I would do right. something. I might yeah. do that too. Like, no, that's weird. Like, 
The whole thing is like the tilting the phone. That's weird. Like she could have said something about any of these things. And again, like if you are at the point where you need to be looking at someone's phone yeah. or you feel like you that's something you need to do to yourself to prove yourself one way or the other, that's an issue with you. That's a that's a you issue with him and an you issue with you. Yeah, and if my mom was there, she would slap her and be like, "Snap out of it." If yeah. this man's going to cheat on you, he's going to cheat on you. There's nothing you can do about it. Well, I, I and it just sucks. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay, I will. <laughs> you know, they they did research about women and men in business, and they the research was that women say I'm sorry too much in business. So on calls and things like that, if women or men interrupt each other, the women would be like, oh, I'm so sorry, you go ahead. And then the man and the men in business, they tend to just go, they, you know, you speak over me, they get quiet, and then they continue their conversation. I guess I'm a progressive because so, I apologized and yeah. stopped. Yeah, I know, I know. That's why it's, that's why it's a joke. I said, okay, I'll go. Yeah. Taking, taking all that, the power back. Right. Um, what was I going to say? <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. I'm Is there a business research study on, <laughs> on, on how this can disrupt the, the chain of thought? Um, Shit. You speak and then I'll remember what I wanted to say. Well, I was so I was so I was taking notes on on the business perspective. I uh, no, I <laughs> I I guess what you know, the I, I lost my place, too. Um, <laughs> we were just what were we just saying? We were talking about um, your mom. Your mom would yell would yell at this woman. Oh, yeah. You know, the shitty part about this is that there are people like this out there, women and men, who are serial daters. And it's hard to admit this to yourself, but I've even dated a person like this. Luckily, it was only two weeks, thank God. But they love bomb you or everything feels super rushed and you feel like you're so special until they do it to the next girl. You guys break up and they move on so easily and you're like, wait, what? This doesn't make sense. I thought it was special. And suddenly they love bombing the next person. And again, this is women and men. So it's not a nice feeling to realize that, oh, wait, this person just needs to be in a relationship. It has nothing to do with me. So imagine spending now two years with this person and you knew in the back of your head the type of person this guy was jumping from relationship to relationship and now you end up being exactly he's going to do the same to you it sucks yeah, i mean it sucks and that's like a good explanation of him but i don't know if that helps her like i think like if i'm looking at her in the eye which is like you know like if, if she wants to like go forward in this like if 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 i was to say to her like how would you play this differently if she just because you say hey you're getting weird around your phone that doesn't mean you will definitely break up. That means you will definitely talk about something. That means you will definitely. Would you, would you stay with him? Would I stay with someone who was who what who? If you went through the DMs. Well, hold on before that. before going through the DMs because here's the thing: in the beginning of a relationship, like I, I I think like the relatable part of this is like in the beginning of the relationship, someone might be weird around their phone. Someone might flinch when you look over their shoulder these things do happen in the first month of a relationship because you have open tabs with other people you're dating a bunch of other people violet you said you yeah, have a roster I mean, of people but i'm saying like the way i flinch and i just realized that i always flinch when i'm dating guys and it's because i stop going on private mode when i look through porn and I get well. This is the that it's going to come up. This yeah. is the thing. Well, that's the thing. Not everything. Not everything is. Not every person who's a little sneaky with their phone is like mal malintentioned. Like people Google. I Google weird right. shit that totally. I don't. You know, you don't want people necessarily like 
finishing the br- the browser URL. I don't think yeah. that that's that crazy. In but and of that's itself. the point. That's, that's kind of my point. Is like it, the, it, if you just asked, if you had just said if you allowed yourself to have your feelings without proof of your feelings, because for her, the big thing in her email is proof. I got to have proof to justify why I feel certain ways. How about I'm just annoyed with how you act with your phone. And that's just how I feel. You did the, you you flip and, and stop at that because then it becomes, Oh, well I went off a private mode. Now, instead of having that conversation a year ago, probably as she's written in all these times, now she's going through a phone while he's in the shower. He's talking to people on Instagram, but she says, I don't really got him. Like, it's not like that he wrote, thanks for sucking my dick. He wrote, you know, so it's like she doesn't have any hard evidence, which is why she doesn't feel great about admitting her feelings because now she feels like, it's like if you have someone in court and you're like, well, I want to like, I want to get this guy. And they go, well, you didn't read them their Miranda rights. Like now she's like in this weird game of like, I don't have enough proof to be able to be mad at him or to get him. So now I'm in this, like, I just think if like for next time, like this guy, it seems like the bloom is off the rose, but like, it is okay to say you and your phone annoy me. Yeah. You say that now, but it's scary. It's scary because you, you it's scary to hear an answer. You don't want to hear. That's normal. Well, that's why people is. don't ask these Easier questions. Said that's than why done. they don't I agree. ask many. Right. Yeah. That's like, why they don't. I want to be exclusive. I'm going to get my yeah. feelings hurt. If we have sex and you're not. Exclusive right. With Sometimes me. not knowing feels better than yeah. knowing the wrong you get to guess an you and want. you just assume right. has right. nothing to do with you it's it's shittier if you if shittier if they're like yeah i fell out of love with you and you also don't ask because like then you know if it's not the answer that you like that it's now your job to sort of like end it right yeah. because you have your right. own and sometimes you're kind of like well i i my preferred thing is that this person's my boyfriend or that this person's or this person's exclusive with me but I'd rather have like whatever this is than nothing. Right. Yeah, like with my ex, I continuously felt, is he cheating on me? Is he not? But I think deep down, when I, and this was my early 20s, mid 20s, well, my late 20s. Anyway, <laughs> but started with in the early 20s, and deep down, I knew he was cheating on me, and I never wanted to ask him, and I never wanted to know because deep down, I knew then I would actually have to leave him, and right. I knew right. that I didn't want to. Because I, I, I also didn't love myself. I, don't, I didn't have my self-worth. And also, my ex-boyfriend used to prank me by pretending to cheat on me to see my reaction. That's in, I mean, with the girls he was cheating on me with. That's, that's pretty, pretty insane. With the girls he was cheating on me with. That sounds like a little sociopathic. Yeah, that's shitty. I mean... I, I think it was his way of actually coming out with the truth to not feel guilty. Right. And I had no I, reaction I was trying to get I told yeah. you. you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> we called you together. Right. You yeah, he know? used to have his friends call me. He used to have his friends call me and be like, okay, he's being really weird. Let, let's say call him Brian. Brian's being really weird. Like he hasn't answered his phone. He's hanging out with, let's say, Hannah. He's hanging out with Hannah and blah, blah, blah. And be like, oh, I'm sure they're just they're just chilling. And they're like, no, no, no. It's like two, until 2 a.m. And I'm like, well, I'm sure he just fell asleep. Like I would just give all these excuses because I just didn't want to think about it. Yeah, I mean, I think you have that. That's like a classic trope of like, you know, the the like of denial of the, the woman who doesn't want to know. And I think a lot of people can live their whole relationships. They could have a 30 year right. marriage. Like yeah, I, I, I listen. I totally agree. Easier said than done. I will say from the other side, I think if you I think it's easier to say instead of saying, why do you do something? I think saying it turns me off when you do that with your phone. 
is a much more productive way to go than why I mean, are you doing that? It hurts my feelings. Hurts my feelings no, turns me off. It turns the me other? off is it turns me off. I think can make a person defensive. But I think if you said, "Hey, listen." I care so much about you and it makes me feel a little insecure and a little unloved by you when you do things like this. It, it brings back it brings back insecurities for me. Can you can you can you can you put yourself in my shoes and see how Here, that makes me here's feel? Here's the thing. Right. Here's my here's the only thing I disagree with is like turns me off is very much not in the control. There's no evidence that a guy can produce to like defend that. You don't, it doesn't seem like right. you love me. He'll go, no, I love you. Look what I did for you last week. Look what I did for you tomorrow. But it hurts my feelings. It hurts my feelings. It hurts my feelings. Cannot be, is, is good in terms of like, you can't argue with that, that either. That too. I agree. It's just in a way to not attack. Cause I think, cause I think a lot of times we say it turns me, either it turns me off or you, a lot of times we say you never do this or right. why would you do that? And then the other person gets, no, but why would I you notice. do that is not the same as it turns me off. It turns me off is a very powerful thing to a man. I'm telling you right now, the idea, if, if, I'm just thinking if someone said to me, it turns me off, I'd be like, okay, cool. Then don't date me. Uh, if that turns you off, I'm not going to change who I am. Sorry. Like, that well, would be my reaction. Be, well, then, maybe that would, but then maybe that would that's kind of, yeah, that's what you're going person, towards. Right? In relationships, it's either you're looking, you're fighting to separate or you're fighting to come together. Right. So I've, one thing I've learned with myself is that when I'm about to, quote, quote, pop off, I have to ask myself, Violetta, what is the outcome that you're looking for? So if I'm looking for an outcome where I actually want to make it work, because I don't want to let this person go. I, even then, I know deep down, even if they were actually cheating on me, they're going to admit it. I'm still going to stay with them. Then I'm probably not going to say it turns me off in, just in case the reaction may be, okay, then goodbye, because I'm not going to go anywhere. So then I look like an idiot. I'm desperate. I don't think you would look <laughs> like an yourself. idiot, but I don't think, you know, the things that would be said turn me off aren't like the things that we would think of normally as a turn on, turn off. It's not it turns me off when you wear red. It, that's very different than what we're telling, what I'm telling this person to do because it turns me off when you get fucking weird around your phone is not like a sexual yeah. thing. It's not like, that's something to be discussed. That's something where someone can go, well, I guess I'll stop being weird or here's why I'm being weird with this, with this phone. I, I, I think like in the, in the scenario where it's, you it turns me off when you wear heels, like, oh, well, fuck it, I'm leaving. Yeah, you're better off without that person, and I guess that that is an attack because why are you talking about like something so non consequential as heels? You, you know, like I don't think this is yeah. for something non consequential. You know what? I'm gonna take back my disagreeing with you <laughs> because listening to you, I've realized that you and I just communicate differently. Okay. So this that works for you, and the other part works for me. So I'm disagreeing with you, forgetting there were two different humans who communicate completely differently and different forms of communication work differently for both of us. So what I'm saying works for me. That's what I was referring to. What you're saying works for you. Right. That's so, there's no wrong here. I think you're both saying like the same thing worded differently. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm saying if someone talked to me like that, I would. If someone said I get this, defensive, this turns me off, that would, right. I would get defensive. But I understand now that that's how he would want someone to communicate with him. Right. That might so. be like a male female thing too. No, like, I think um, it's just a personality thing. But I think thing. it would work on me. So I'm saying for this exactly. person where it might not work on you, Violetta, and I that that might be the case and I agree with you. I'm saying this woman who wrote in is dealing with a guy where I know what I would say to 
you know, well, I didn't say anything wrong over those DMs. I know what I would say to that. Right. I'm, my point is to produce an answer for her that gets her to a better place. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash betches. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, let's role play. Sure. So come to me and say that to me as these two people. You're the girl. Say that to me. Hey, when you flint the other day we were watching a movie and I looked at your phone and you got really weird. It really turned me off. Why why were you going through my phone? I didn't go through your phone. When I looked at you, you flinched away with your phone. It just felt like a weird vibe and it really kind of turned me off. Well, I just feel like, why wouldn't you trust me? That's so weird. Why would you even bring this up? It's kind of turning me off. I trust you completely. I just don't understand why when I look at your phone. I just feel like if we don't have trust, we don't have anything. And the fact that you would even bring this up makes me feel like you don't trust me. And you know what? Honestly, maybe we should take a break. Okay. Well, good luck with everything. Make sure you get uh, returned my sweatshirts and everything. And uh, I wish you the best of luck. I'm downloading Tinder right now. Well, how do we think that this woman should reply, should deal with, because she, it's more than just the phone thing at this point, right? She's already un- unlocked the right. Pandora's box. She already sees everything that's in there. She's beyond this. This advice isn't helpful for her because she's like right. way past this. She's seen the messages. She's seen the delete. She unfollowed the person. He followed <laughs> right. them again. He's really committed to talking to this person. Do you think she's willing to leave? No. 
Because if she was willing to leave, she would have told her friends. Literally. <laughs> right, right, if you don't, that's how you know it's bad. When you stop telling your friends about, about the guy you're dating, that's a red right. flag. That's I when agree. you know it's so bad that you don't want them to know. I, when I started going back to my ex all the time, I just stopped telling my friends. It was too embarrassing. It's a ba- when that's, it's too, I, agree, I agree that's a good. That. That's a good benchmark. But like, so I'm saying, so that, the thing that she has to really ask herself is like, do I want any relationship, even this one? Or do I want a good relationship? And if the answer is, I want a good relationship, then she has to be willing to leave. Then she should just lay it all out there. And like, that's the only shot they have at having a good relationship. I agree. It's hard not- to leave. They were together for two years. Women usually are like, oh my God. Just because it's hard doesn't mean it's the wrong choice, though. I know, but no one's uh, no one likes change. Well, not liking change doesn't mean that change isn't good. You know, I... I- it's hoping the person will change instead of me having to make a change for them by dumping them. That's usually the case. Well, I mean, I well, I, I think that she has to stop thinking in terms of him and I. Like, it's me. What gets me better? What gets my place in life better? Is my place in life better with them or without them? And, like, I, I, I do think maybe this conversation will help her to see that, like, it ain't about the texts. It ain't about, like, the DMs. It ain't about this woman that he's kind of talking and flirting with. It's a, really about, like... Hey, do am I getting everything I'm wanting from this relationship Aww. that has all this energy put into playing detective? Right. Because would I even be checking his phone if there wasn't something that I knew was not right here? Right. Like she says it's just because he's being a little like shady with the phone. But I think there's more to it, whether it's something else he's been doing that makes her think this or something inside of her that doesn't that that doesn't trust him because if you're looking through someone's someone's phone by nature of the fact that you're doing it, there's either something in, in you that, that you need to work out or something with the other person that they need to work out. That's not just them maybe like putting your phone slightly away because people do that all the time. People are not like, right. Most people are not like so thrilled with people looking over their shoulder when they're on their phone. Yeah. I, Agreed. I mean me, I'm just hiding my porn sites. Yeah, I'm hiding like weird <laughs> shit that I've Googled or like and like literally right, like, or someone's course. profile that I stalk that I'm embarrassed about. Um, like, there's a million like a, yeah, phone yeah, is a, too. a phone is a diary. Right. There's no there's mo- very few people who are like and just take the phone and look through all the past history. And I don't care. There's something else here, I think. Right. Part of a growing relationship is feeling comfortable enough to say to someone, yeah. what the fuck was that? You know, like I, I think the, the less you say, what the fuck was that? And. Uh, is the more you're like separating and not communicating and all that stuff that everyone says are but, big Jared, parts of I like what but- you just said. I think that's a great way is to change your perspective. Like earlier in the beginning of the podcast, I talked about changing your perspective when it comes to being exclusive, that it's not mm-hmm. about the guy uh, option. Right. It's you decide. And I think I like what you just did the same thing because we get so insecure and trying to figure out, is this person cheating on me, blah, blah. And I like the changing your perspective Am I happy in this relationship? Am I getting all my needs met at this point? Am I really making the most out of my time right now by stalking this person? Do I see a future? Is this good for me? And I think when you change your perspective, make it about you in a weird way, it makes it easier for you to make the decision whether or not you want to walk away because it's not about, does this person like me or not? Because if they don't like me, then there there goes my value. It's more like, is is this what I think I deserve? Do I deserve more than this? Do I deserve someone who will give? I'm not like you said. The mm-hmm. I guess on my podcast about yeah. your your needs no, don't make you needy. Exactly. Yeah. 
So right now she's finding right. any excuse and her needs are not being fulfilled. So I think I like that. I like that a lot. I think that's but, good. but that also made what you what you're saying right now, too, is it also makes it e- how it makes it easier. It now makes it easier to go. Yeah, I look through your phone. Right. Like, I, I look through like like that's not really like the, a lot of people that write in with the I look through the phone. What should I do now? I don't have enough evidence, but I'm mad enough that I need to talk about this. Like. You know, it's always this thing they hold against themselves that like, oh, I looked through the phone. So now we're on an even playing field of like doing wrongs, which isn't true. It's just I look through the phone. That's the fact of the matter. Saw stuff I don't like. It all stems from I can tell you the day when you got weird with your phone then. And now we're here. Right. We're just here. And I'm deciding if I want to be here. Or not. Yeah, but look at that. The perspective change. You're now not, you're not scared this person's going to leave you because it's not up to them. It's your, now you're, you're here making the decision. I don't know if this is good enough for me. Right. Here's an example. My mom and my dad, they got together. My, they, they got engaged or married after one month of my dad knowing my mother. And during that time, they, after they were married or engaged, whatever, my dad made suddenly a comment what if we rush into this? Like, I don't know, maybe this wasn't right. Like, maybe we shouldn't have done this so fast. Whatever that he's saying. He's just standing there saying this. He turns around and he sees my mother open up a suitcase and just start packing. And he's like, what are you doing? And she said, you said, what if we're rushing and all this stuff? I don't have time for that. So you figure out what you need, but I'm going to leave. And he was like, what? No, Mm. I want you. You're what I need. Please stay. And, you know, they're still together. Put it, she, he, she put him to his word. Yeah. yeah. But she didn't, she didn't sit around. She was like, no, please don't leave me. What would I be without right. you? My mother already had a, a husband that cheated on her. And she knew her worth at that point. She said, I will never put up with that shit again. If someone doesn't. My mom taught me for the longest time, especially when I was silly enough with a silly goose with my exes. When I didn't love myself, she said, A, two things. One, never let a man tell you twice that he doesn't want you, period. Everyone knows that. And then number two is, my mom taught me, never stay where you're not wanted. So when someone makes you feel like you're not wanted, it's time for you to go. And that's what happened. My dad made her feel like she's not wanted and she left. That pers- she was trying to leave. If someone says, I don't know if this is right, I don't know if I, we should be doing this, okay, you figure it out. I'm going to go. I, I don't like, have time I for I like this. the you figure it out part i think that's very yeah. empowering yeah, yeah i i love the for me i love the fact that she taught me never say where you're not wanted because it's not just in relationships it's anywhere where you don't feel valued as a house guest <laughs> a house guest yeah or work it doesn't matter friendships if you don't feel valued why are you wasting your energy where someone else can appreciate it somewhere you know love that i i completely agree and i i, I think that plays into the whole conversation we we're having this was great yeah Jordana, this was awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, Thank you for having me. Great discussion. I I think a lot of people can get like so much out of what we're talking about. And uh, yeah, we we want everyone to go follow Violet. Yeah. Violet, where can they find you? Um, They can find me on the streets of Sunset. I'm kidding. (laughs) They can find me uh, (laughs) teaching. They, <laughs> they can find me <laughs> on Almost Adulting, my podcast. We have new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Thursday is more mental health or whatever the topic is that month. And it's guests or solo episodes, which is what I'm known for. Tuesdays, it's about the listeners and they get to call in with confessions. Uh, they can subscribe to that or on Instagram, Almost Adulting, or my meme account, Daddy Issues underscore, or my personal account, Violet Benson. That's it. Go follow and subscribe. Yeah, this thanks. This was great. Yeah. Thanks for having me. And we will see you on Wednesday with a new episode. Bye.
The You Up podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Maddie Paul, and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Maddie Paul. Be sure to follow at you.up.podcast on Instagram and send us your emails to uup at betches.com. Betches.